Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 44 of Connection Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am thrilled that you're with me today. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and to hang out with me today. So I am going to be talking about something that is super important in my family this week. It is something that is really a building block for pretty much every decision we make, and that is trust. Now, you might be saying, well, duh, Amy, like trust is important for everyone. And you're right, but I really want to do a deep dive into it today because I think with our teens, especially, everything that they do and everything that we do either builds trust or breaks trust. Just everything. And here's what I mean. No matter what they're doing throughout the day, every one of your teen's decisions either contributes to the trust bank or it withdraws from it. Did they get up on time? Did they get themselves ready for school, have their homework ready? Um, Did they have their laundry clean so that they had something to wear? If the answer is yes to all those questions, that builds your trust in their responsibility. Did your teen tell you when they made a bad grade on the test they took, or when they dented or scratched the car? Or did they tell you when a friend offered them alcohol or wanted your teen to vape with them? without your having to ask, did they volunteer that information? All of those things, if they're doing those, are building your trust in their honesty. Did they take responsibility for a bad choice that they made? Did they own that mistake that caused them to lose points on the big project? Or did they blame it on somebody else? Did they jump in to help someone who was struggling, whether it was opening a door or carrying a bag or standing up to a bully? Those are all things that if your teen is doing them, those are building your trust in their integrity and in their character. And what about following through on all the things that you ask them to do? Like not just their regular chores, but also the random stuff you ask throughout the course of a day. Do they argue with you or have a bad attitude? Those are things that are withdrawals from the trust bank. And so are things like dragging their feet or forgetting to do it. So bad attitudes, not showing up the way they promised to, slacking on the responsibilities, these are all things that break the trust between you that breaks it down, right? So you get that idea of what I'm saying. And while you may not talk about it in these same terms that I'm using here, I am positive that most, if not all of you, are working with your teens to help them build trust with you. And there are lots of resources out there that can help you with that. But what I want to talk about today is our part in building trust with the teens in our lives. Because for my husband and I, in the same way that we want our teens to build trust with us, we want to build trust with them too. And if you're a parent or a teacher of teens, you are too, right? You are working on building that trust with your teen. So there are so many things that we communicate to our teens with our actions, our decisions, and our expectations of them. And in the same way that their daily choices build or break our trust, so do ours do the same with them. And here's what I mean. When you follow through on a promise, you're building trust. When you listen to your teen before jumping to a conclusion, or when you tell them the truth, 
even when it's hard and you want to treat them like, like they're a little kid, but you share the truth with them, or if you support them through a crisis, you are building trust. And though it might sound really counterintuitive, I would even say that when you stick to your guns with a consequence that you've laid out or a no that you've given them, you're building trust. So if those are all building trust with your teen, when are we breaking trust with our teen when we might not realize it? Well, obviously, when we're not doing any of the things that I just laid out, yeah, that breaks trust. But also, I would say you're breaking trust when you don't give your teen a clear answer on something. When you know what your answer is going to be, but you don't want to deal with the fallout of your decision, so you hold off on telling your teen what that decision is, that is breaking trust. And here's an example of that. So if your teen is asking to do a sleepover at a friend's house, and for whatever reason, your answer is no, but you know that when you give them that no, your teen is going to push back and not pleasantly. It can be really tempting to drag it out and wait until the last minute to give them that no. And if that happens rarely, because come on, we, we all do that to some extent, I would say. And I don't think it's a problem unless that characterizes how you respond to your teen on a consistent basis. Like if you're doing that all the time, that's really frustrating and exasperating for your teen. So just giving a clear answer is important. Now also waffling on the decisions that you have made can be trust breaking, especially if you're changing your mind because of how your teen reacts. So, um, and, and what I mean by that is in in the situation of the sleepover, if you say no, and then they throw a fit and beg and plead, and then you give in and say, yes, that's breaking trust because you're not being consistent with them. And so they aren't on firm footing. Um, I can remember one of my kids coming home after spending the night at a friend's house. And while my child was there, um, the friend asked the mom for something. They were out at, um, shopping or something like that. And the mom said no. And when my teen was telling me this, her eyes were so wide. And she, as she described how her friend proceeded to beg and plead and badger and the mom and throw a fit until finally the mom actually gave in and bought whatever it was that her friend wanted. And my teen was just flabbergasted. Like she, I think her words were actually, I didn't know that parents would actually do that, like give in. What was interesting to me in that was that she wasn't saying it in a way that implied that, ooh, my friend is so lucky that she got what she wanted. What that tone was when she said, I can't believe that a parent is doing that was, I think she was realizing the security and knowing that my husband and I really do try to mean what we say and say what we mean. And I'm not patting myself on the back for that because that's, you know, that's a difficult thing. And we don't always do that well 100% of the time, but it does characterize us for the most part. So when your teen knows that your yes isn't always a yes and your no isn't always a no, it means that the ground they're standing on is unsteady. Even if they're getting in their way most of the time, it's really not doing them any favors in the stability department because they don't really trust your answers. And you're kind of actually training them to do the whole begging, pleading, throwing a fit thing and persisting until they can get what they want by giving in to that 
kind of behavior and changing your answer based on that. The next thing I would say is trust breaking is not laying out clear expectations. Now, if you haven't let your teen know what you expect in a situation and then you hold them responsible for something that you haven't communicated, that can be super frustrating for your teen. And the example that comes to mind for that for me is I can remember getting really upset with my son. And I think it had something to do um, with cleaning. Kind of we have a steady game room area and I had given him what I thought I had given him instructions and then came back around and said, wait a second, you didn't do X, Y, or Z. And he's like, what are you even talking about? And I'm like, I thought I told you to do that. I'm sure I told you to do that. But my husband like put his hand on my arm and said, Amy, that's not what you said. Here's what you said. And he, he, you know, let me know what I had said and I was wrong. And so I know that frustrated my son because I was holding him to something that I hadn't clearly communicated. And so I had to kind of take a step back and make sure that um, in my speed and and haste to kind of get things cleaned up and, and whatever the situation was in the moment, I thought I communicated something I hadn't. And I was coming down on my son for something that he didn't know he was supposed to do. So that's what I'm talking about. And And of course, we're all going to, that's going to happen, right? But again, it's all in how you come back together and apologizing and and all those good things. But if you don't, and you continue to have those expectations without communicating them, that is super frustrating and it breaks trust. Okay. Another biggie here. Sharing personal stories that might embarrass your teen can take a huge toll on your trust account. Now, if your teens are anything like mine, they are super sensitive about what I share with my friends and even family. And I try to make sure I'm very clear about what I'm going to share or not share. For instance, um, we've been very clear just within our own family between my husband and I, we've been very clear that telling me something is the same as telling their dad something and vice versa. Like we are one unit. So that's just a given. But the other ways of sharing, like for instance, and it really pains me to share that I had to learn this the hard way, but sharing stuff on social media is a really big one in this area. Like posting things without your team's permission is just a a really quick way to blow up their trust in you. And there was an incident, I'm thinking back, it's something that happened with my daughter when she was much younger, and I shared it with a family member. And it was something that I did not think was a a big deal at all. I actually thought it was something that was kind of cute. But when my daughter found out, she was so angry and she felt very betrayed. And from my adult perspective, especially knowing how much that particular family member loves her, it would have been really easy to dismiss her hurt and her pain in that and tell myself that, hey, it was no big deal. She's overreacting. She's just a little kid. But it was a big deal to her. And I had the choice of either honoring her dignity in that moment or invalidating her pain to build trust with her or break it. And just a side note on this one, It really helps that even at that point, we had some language around situations like this to help us talk about it. We, um, what I mean by that is we talk about pebbles and boulders, as in what might be a teeny tiny pebble to me 
can feel like a boulder to someone else and vice versa. And it's a really great visual to help your children understand that just because something doesn't hurt or affect them in, in a particular way doesn't mean that someone else might not have an entirely different perspective on it. And you have to honor that in each other. So in the situation where I share something, when I shared something about my daughter and it hurt her, I worked to repair our trust by acknowledging her pain and telling her that I was sorry. And we came up with a plan for whenever I wanted to share something in the future. And that plan was one where she had a voice in creating that plan. So yet again, it was a trust building exercise because not apologizing when you need to is also trust breaking, especially when you are clearly in the wrong or when you've clearly hurt someone. And I know I talk about this on almost every episode, but the way that you restore your relationship after a mess up or a mistake is just crucial. It is so, 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 so important, especially when it comes to building trust. So when you apologize quickly to your teen or really to anyone else, you are building a foundation that's telling them that they can trust you to know and understand when you've hurt them and that your relationship is important to them. Okay, so in the day-to-day craziness of life, when it's easy for things to get lost in the shuffle, what is a way that you can tell if you're building or breaking trust? I really have thought about that a lot this week, and I've come up with some questions that you can ask yourself and questions that you can share with your teens that they can ask themselves about trust building. So as you're building trust with your teen, it's important to do a gut check every so often, and you can use these questions to do that. So for you, asking yourself these questions, do I consistently give my teen clear and decisive answers? Is my yes, yes, and my no, no? Are my expectations clear? Do I honor their privacy? Do I apologize quickly and sincerely to reconcile our relationship. So I'm gonna go over those again. Do I consistently give my teen clear and decisive answers? Is my yes a yes and my no a no? Are my expectations clear? Do I honor their privacy? Do I apologize quickly and sincerely to reconcile our relationship? Okay, and by the same token, here are the questions that you can share with your teen that they can ask themselves and kind of have some self-reflection as well. Do I follow through on my responsibilities? Am I being honest with the adults in my life? Do my actions demonstrate integrity and character? So again, Do I follow through on my responsibilities? Am I being honest with the adults in my life? And do my actions demonstrate integrity and character? So using these questions as guideposts can really help you build trust in your relationship with your teens. And when you have trust, you also have connection because you know you can rely on each other and stand steady in your relationship. And as I've mentioned several times throughout this episode, you are not going to get it right every time. And that too is really a lesson in trust building because eventually 
everyone you're in a relationship with is going to do something that breaks trust. It's just part of human nature. So walking through those experiences with your teen and helping them reconstruct that bridge and repair the damage is a huge life skill. Helping them figure out where to have grace and rebuild a relationship versus when to hold a boundary with someone who keeps destroying that bridge of trust, that is a skill that I would say many adults don't have. So teaching your teens how to tell the difference in in both of those situations is really a huge gift. All right, I would love to hear how you and your teens are building trust. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, or when you sign up for my weekly emails, you can reply to those and tell me all about it. I would be so excited to hear that. And also with those weekly emails, just remember that I don't share the same information that I put in those emails anywhere else. And I really don't want you to miss out. So to sign up, all that information is in the show notes and you can find those um, at theishgirl.com forward slash EP44. That's T-H-E-I-S-H-G-I-R-L.com forward slash EP44. Okay. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am just so grateful for the way that you love your teens and you want to show up for them. And I would just ask if you are feeling especially generous this week that you find the place on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to the podcast and give a rating and maybe a comment. And I am still doing the promotion where between today and next week, Anyone who gives a review, an honest review, will be entered into a drawing to win a $20 Amazon gift card. So if you hop on and do that, not only will you be giving yourself an opportunity to buy that next book that's on your to-be-read list, you will also be giving other people the opportunity to find connection, not perfection, and benefit from the things that we talk about. Thank you again for joining me and until next week from an ish girl who trusts that she will survive her teens learning to drive, my fingers are crossed, it is all about connection, not perfection.